Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show that, much like a broken clock, probably won't last for the entire hour. I don't know. I didn't prep that one. I'm Sebastian. They don't uh, last for an hour. Well, it's They're a broken static, one. It's, it's broken. It's not working. The timing mechanism on? I don't know, man. It's not. No, there's no I'm time. I'm not a quantum physicist. I'm not here to measure time. You mean a chronomicist? No, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know any of these things. <laughs> And yet you choose to address them anyway. Yes. (laughs) I'm Andy Schossler. Good. Much more well-versed with Mm. time and its consequences. And Alex isn't here again because he sucks. Who are you? I'm Julie Eisentrager and I'm going to school you in how time works. (laughs) Where are you from before we do this? I'm hoping that this will distract her and we don't get schooled on time. So I'm from a podcast called What's the Time, Mr. Wolf? <laughs> which I'm now going to have to create and release. Yeah, before this comes out. Where I just berate Sam yeah. his poor knowledge of time. That would be great. Every episode is just you telling us what the time is of your time of recording. It's 5 p.m. It's 4.44. 4.44. It. Angel number, 4.44. But where am I actually from? Yeah. I'm from many a podcast. I'm from Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I am from And Then They Fucked, where my name is Baroness Beef Curtains. It never sounds good. That That's the point. I've never taken that <laughs> Thank name. Thank you. That's the point. See? He gets it. Yep. Like, anyway, like time. You understand time, right? I have a you vague have a good knowledge concept of, uh, of yeah. time. Um, At I'm, least the, the passage of it is... Is, oh. is the important part. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. If it's not moving, it's not really time, is it? That's correct. I just figured a broken clock isn't going to measure an hour. No, no. So I thought that was Said the- a lake is not clear. a river because it's not moving. Sure. <laughs> so a broken clock does not tell the time. I think you're mixing it up- It just broken has clock a weird symbol with on like it. like completely non-working <laughs> as opposed to just being off time. All right. Stop, stop, stop. Well, then it's not broken. It's, my, my, it's, my, not, it's, it's just, not working. If, my car can still run if it's a little bit broken. It doesn't have to be broken down to be broken. There's, there's layers. So you're saying you got one hand missing? I, I mean, potentially. I mean, I haven't looked into what exactly happened with this clock, but something <laughs> is off with it. Oh, I hate this. I'm also from- <laughs> Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast where we don't look into clocks. You should. I'm sure there are some good time travel conspiracies. We look into time travel. <clears throat> little to do with clock. Have you looked into the Pride Rock conspiracy? Uh, a lot of people tend to think that Mufasa's death wasn't actually an accident caused by a stampede, but that his brother Scar actually threw him into the stampede as a way of usurping and uh, taking over the crown. But if it's fictional, 
Can it be a conspiracy well, theory? Well, a conspiracy was literally had and uh, he succeeded with it. Okay. How dare you sully the name of the great Scar, Seb? His parents are terrible people. You're a terrible people. Also That's true. not wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> before we get into our reviews this week, I have a film plot. Excellent. Oh, no. I always love to hate these. Yes. So it's a, it's a two-pointer game. <laughs> guess the lead actor. Guess the name of the movie. I will be honest. This is a particularly easy one. 50-50, it's Nick Cage. <laughs> Seth is an angel who accompanies the spirits of the recently dead. Don't look at me like that. Uh, to the ever after. <laughs> Seth has never been human and has so never experienced touch or taste. When in the hospital, however, he comes across Dr. Maggie Rice. I have no idea what this movie is for the record. You guys are all giving me don't looks. You? I don't know what this is. But how do you find it? Um, I just search by- And how do you then know if we are correct if you don't know what well, it I, is? No, no, sorry. I n- I've never seen this movie. Vagueplots.com. Who <laughs> uh, comes across Dr. Maggie Rice, a brilliant young heart surgeon who's devoted to her profession and her patients. Seth has the power to let himself be seen, but Maggie finds him far too mysterious. How much mysterious? Far too mysterious. Tremendously mm. mysterious? That makes sense. And how much screen time does Big. Nick Cage have in this? Mysterious. How much what? How much screen time does Nick Cage have in this? I, don't, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> Seth also meets a patient, Nathaniel Messenger, who has news for him. Oh, that's nice. His last name's Messenger and he has a message. Oh. He too was once an angel like Seth, but chose to fall to earth and become human. Seth what makes, a fool. What a silly bugger. Seth <sighs> makes a decision on his future, which does not turn out as he expected. <laughs> what movie is that? Because I've got to look it up. Uh, I know I've seen it, and it's Nick Cage. Nick Cage is the angel. He's I, I'm going to wait for both guesses. I'm not going to yeah. confirm yet. I can't. I can't remember. It's, it's like believing an angel or something like that. What do you think? No. Um, if I Wandering had to angel. guess, no. City of Angels. City of Angels. And who's the actor in that? Out of reference. I don't know. Let's just go Nick Cage for fun. Okay. Is that your final guess? It's always Nick Cage. Yeah, it's definitely Nick Cage. It's okay. <laughs> Next week is not Nick Cage. No, I know. I've I know I've seen this film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, City of Angels. Oh, is it any good? I have no idea. Unlike Wait. the musical, completely different plots. <laughs> what? There's a musical called City of Angels. Oh, of course there is. I have no freaking idea. Charming. Is it a good musical? Mm, somewhat. <laughs> is it a good movie? Mm, no. Maybe not. Yeah. Ooh. It feels like a mid-90s film. I expect this would have come out around around the time The Matrix hit, so 98 or maybe maybe even earlier, 95, 96. Yeah. But I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. I know I've seen it. That's all I remember about it. Oh, well. There you guys go. Who's there reviewing something now? You well, go. I was going to, because we um, are, are reviewing two time-travelling time films mm. in quick succession, I think next week or, or so, so I had done a bit of a catch-up on a TV show on Netflix. But since you brought up Angels, I'm going to go to my second presentation Ooh. first. Ooh. Is it Chris Angel, my, my freak? Mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> I recently talked about uh, Supernatural. And I was re-watching Supernatural from, from the first season all the mm. way through because uh, season 13 had recently been released oh, I on worked out where I'm up to, by the way. Oh, yes? Yes. It's the darkness is here. Okay, I mean, so I mean, the season, season where they've rocked up, yeah. Pretty good. Season 12 was not that brilliant. Um, I've just finished watching season 13. And it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Up until the final episode. Well, that's not the <laughs> way you want it to go. <laughs> Look, I won't give any spoilers because that's not – 
what this show is all about. <laughs> I mean, like, variety show. You can literally say, <clears throat> spoiler alert for season 13 of Supernatural. No, I can't. I'm not, I'm not oh, going to okay. do that. I'm not going to do that. I take it back. Rescinded. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that um, it, has a, it has a brilliant build-up and there's a wonderful plot with, uh, uh, with some recurring characters. In fact, um, early on, my wife and I were in, in the first like few episodes, so many characters seemed to be coming back in one form or another that it seemed like they were building up for this to be the final ever uh, season yeah. of Supernatural. Getting all the cast back. Yeah. yeah, whether that was part of the planning or just a contingency for them and then they ended up just writing a story out of it, I don't know. But there is a season 14 currently released um, that is going to come to Australia sometime. Yeah. To the, to the streaming service. When we're done repenting for our sins against <clears throat> the the, uh, yeah. the Commonwealth. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a season 14 and it does have an interesting premise that um, the finale uh, establishes. But there are just a couple of things about the finale that were a little bit laughable. Mm. Um, there's a fight scene in it that looks really gimmicky. Um, again, I don't want to give too many things away. But, I want to know. But it's all a, these things you're saying, I'm very curious. It's a couple of angels fighting, and for the <laughs> first for the first time in in Supernatural, they're flying, like oh. literally levitating, yeah. and it's not pulled off very well. I saw. Can you know. hear the pulley system in the background? No, but just the action is so like it's it's bad for a satire. Oh. Yeah, it's just it just looks cheesy. This is unfortunate. And there then. are a lot of episodes um, in a specific place. Again, I don't want to give anything away, but a lot of episodes centered in a specific it's place. It's in a butt. I should clarify. It's in a butt. <laughs> Did you say butt? It's in a butt. <laughs> in a butt. It's in a butt. B u double t. B u double t. Okay, I'm in. You I'm are back not on board. Far off in it's that in a butt. sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's in an elephant butt. I got it. A metaphoric butt. A, a metaphorical elephant's butt. But those episodes set in those in in that place are particularly cheesy. Like more than supernatural is normally. I don't really associate butts with cheese. Really? No, that's usually dicks. Mm, interesting. Yeah, but dicks go in butts. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. okay, there's a tenuous link there. Okay. Um, so, wait. I got turned off in episode in, in season 11 that I was watching as well. Um, the cold open, I had to skip the episode. I was like, I don't care. But um, it's that they were being, it was a, a mother and a father and a, a, like a must have been maybe one or two-year-old child. Yep. And they were attacked by some, I'm going to describe it as a banshee because I don't know what it was. It is a banshee. It's a good episode. Well, I love the, the description of the banshee. banshee was horrible. Um, yeah. It takes down the father and the mother. I think she must be a hunter or something or a witch and she does like a little mm-hmm. hex and gets rid of it. But the actual effect was so bad. I'm like, I just don't want to watch this episode and it didn't seem like it was important to the overall story arc. Anyway, it's so not, I but it's a good it. episode. Life goals okay. to be a banshee. <laughs> a badly Life. animated banshee. Not a badly animated oh, okay. one, just a banshee in but general. But banshees suck on brain juices. You have to. You just found her fetish. That's her kink. Really? Brain yeah. juice? Ugh. I have eaten brain before. That yeah. sounds bad. And how does it taste? <laughs> Delicious. Lamb's really? brain. Yeah, yeah, Turkish restaurants and Fried Greek restaurants brain. will do lamb's brains. Yeah. yeah. It's actually quite nice. It's, okay. Yeah. It's actually it's a subtle flavor as opposed to like a punch you in the face kind of flavor. Yeah. I mean, the... I wouldn't say it's a tremendous flavor <laughs> if I was a dickhead. <laughs> actually, if I was a dickhead, down... I would say it. <laughs> Thank you. The further down you get in the body, the grosser the stuff tastes. So, brain, pretty good. I was. Kind What's of, an upside down animal? Is there something that, like that just proves the feature? Is there an animal that has a, has a head on the bottom? I think it's called a seb. 
Fuck you. Okay, as I was saying that, I was like, this will easily be turned around on me, but maybe there's an actual real animal we could all think of together as a team. No team working. <laughs> nope. Just one, Seb. See, I, I, I kind of assumed that brain would taste a lot like kidney and no. uh, uh, liver. No, it's not as- Just um, because of all the blood vessels and no. fatty tissue. No, it's, it's, it's quite also- fatty in flavor and taste, yeah. actually. Um, I will say, I'm going to posit giraffes as my answer, and I don't think Seb- they are the opposite of what you want because their heads are actually quite high up. <laughs> Which but, means they're exceptionally good. But when they're eating grass, their heads are all the way at foot level. But they don't eat grass. They, they can't eat grass. Giraffes don't eat grass. They, they eat, eat grass. The they leafy. leaves. So they, they actually go above things. their heads. No, they eat both, eat. guys. They eat both. They have trouble drinking water. Yeah, they're they have to they splay themselves ridiculously just to have get Have you to been to a zoo? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think you have. Australia <laughs> Zoo has giraffes. Yeah, but they're not eating grass. They're not like they're not. Oh, these lawns are so well maintained because both. of the giraffes. I'm saying they maybe they prefer the leaves, but they will also eat grass. I think you've just proven my point. But what a said. They do it. They don't. No, don't worry about the cheeseburgers on the high shelves that I can reach, guys. <laughs> you want the chips that fell into the between the couch cushions? That's, <laughs> what That's what I want. I want the bacon bits from last night's dinner oh, that I. That are covered in hair on the floor. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Weird, man. Yeah. Is there, there must be an animal that fits my description of a head on the bottom. There must be one. A head a on its own bottom. <laughs> no, it's in like the way it naturally sits. Its its head is lowest. And now a jellyfish. Okay, Zane Apple keeps whispering the word bats times, to me. Yes. But bats hang upside down. But when they're flying, they are upright and their heads are at the top. I want an animal that's literally. Like, imagine a dog, except its head is, like, coming out of its stomach. Like, its head is literally at the bottom of its body. Mm. That's mm. a very really interesting animal. Starfish is an option. Starfish. doesn't really have a head. So that's the problem. And it's very <laughs> flat. What about, okay, like a what snake. about a stingray, then? That That's head. Well, stingrays are very flat. Relatively it, it, close to its butt. face is at the front of the... Well, I mean, the, the mouth's at the bottom and middle section. How about a tapeworm? Oh, no, because it's still, it's still like a snake, right? It's got, like... No, but it's very and flat. It's not... See, so it doesn't really have that much of a difference I don't between want the top face and bottom. To be level with it, I want it's it to the be most versatile it. of all of all but the that's, animals. That's, that's like, like you can, anatomy. You can, you can flip Seb. it, flip it around, and you can't really tell you top guys, from bottom. Maybe I'm not sure if you've seen it, Julie. You guys, you've obviously seen the thing, Andrew, right? I have you, seen you know the, thing. When the thing. The head thing. I know happens. what you're talking that's about. That's what I want. I want that monster. <laughs> it doesn't I'm, exist. I'm now googling what animal has a head near its butt. That's what's happening. This is a great episode so far. Bacteria. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah let me get me go to my local Turkish restaurant and get them to give me that deep fried bacteria. Mm. That's not oh. what anyone wants. Images. Well, it's sometimes okay. what you get. What have we got? What are we up? So far, nothing that actually exists. Okay. So that's not voting well. I'm sure for if I watched you. the movie Evolution, the David Duchovny one, I'd see something. That I was like, <laughs> what, that's if we, the one. what about what animal poops out of its mouth? Oh, Close. now there's an interesting will, one. Will that make you happy? That will change my opinion on whether I want to eat its brain. Most mm. fish excrete through their gills. Oh, I like fish. And lungfish may excrete through their skin. Hmm. Okay. So there you go. Supernatural season 13, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and it all happened inside of a butt. <laughs> oh, that's how we got around to that. Um, wow. While you continue to Google disgusting things, I've just got a quick one today. Oh, sounds about right. Well, <laughs> uh, I was going to talk about a podcast that I've been listening to. I just oh, yes. I started with the YouTube channel, but they do a podcast as well. Um, comes out once a week. It's just called the Dead Meat Podcast. Um, I got into it around Halloween because that the YouTube channel does a show they call the Kill Count, where they just go through week by week. Um, like here's Friday the Thirteenth Part One, and they'll show you all the kill scenes in that movie. Um, the host is very charismatic, talks over it, has a, a couple of little jokes here and there. It's just very well presented. 
their actual podcasts they do, it does vary between horror movie, like occasional reviews, or they just go into the history of certain parts of horror cinema. And they're very funny, but it's very well researched. You wouldn't be used to that if you came okay. to, if you were listening to this show at all. But like they, <laughs> they, they both. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, they both studied um, film at university. It's right. I think one of them is continuing on. It's like it's like their masters that they're doing. So they're very passionate about specifically horror. Okay. And yeah, it's just a really good time. That's all I really want to say about it. It's called the Dead Meat Podcast. Go give them a listen. Okay, that's it. Yeah. So I'm done. Is what I was saying. It's a quickie. I was like, as a quickie review. And it wasn't about butts, so all I, I heard it. was butts, butts, butts. So. <laughs> um, so, so, what do you have today? Um, Is it butts? I would like to review butts. <laughs> do go on. <laughs> Except, I haven't seen a great deal of buttholes in my life. So instead, I mean, I've seen them. I've just not really examined them. I was just this morning sent a video by my workmates of a lady <laughs> getting her butthole tattooed with a bullseye. With like, that, with like a crosshair and a bullseye. That may not be painful. You think so? Because the least painful place to wax is your butt. No. True story. Look forward to it on the daily. All right. Uh, yeah. When I got like my- well, I'll try it. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to just- Let's do it. We'll find some wax. Yep. When you got your butthole <laughs> wax is I, the end of that sentence. I was just going to say when I got my arm tattooed, the worst plate was, part was that part that's like just tucks into your armpit. That was terrible. I can't imagine a butt would oh, really? feel very nice. But like- well, you don't have yeah. uh, anyway. Well, <laughs> it's just that my only tattoo experience is there. So it's, That's, it's yes. not like it's an unsensitive part of your body. It's not an unsensitive part of your body, but it's also not. It it it, it sees a fair bit of action. Okay. Whereas, like your well, armpit I mean, she, yeah, doesn't. She wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't getting tattooed on the on the wrinkly part. On oh. The, on the winky part. On, if you, if on you know the what I mean. on the. But on it the was pussy's lips. Yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty close. And it just mm. seemed like it, with an easy slip up, it could be Swallowed. tremendously painful. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate That's you all. That's a very talented butt. Um, can I say, I, this show has an explicit tag on it because I say <laughs> things like fuck every so often. I genuinely think this is the first time this show has earned <laughs> the explicit tag because I don't think any amount of time of me saying the word fuck has been this bad. If you think that's bad, we can delve a lot deeper in the coming weeks. I'm listening to the world of butts. <laughs> it's a variety hour. How far can we go? Oh, all the way oh to my. the elbow, to the shoulder. Probably. Wait, whose shoulder? Try. Also, what was your thing you're reviewing? <laughs> the actual thing I'm reviewing has nothing to do with butts. Oh, that's a shame. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually the opposite. It's quite clean. Okay. It's called. Um, Tidying up with Marie Kondo. Oh, are you sure it's not about butts? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marie Kondo, the famous waxer. Right. Uh, no, Marie Kondo is uh, a personal organiser. Okay. Oh, much, yes, yes, yes. Much the same as I am and goes into people's homes or spaces that are chaotic and there's just stuff everywhere right. and her job is to guide those people through decluttering. Okay. And um, so love the show. It's just interesting to see what people's, like, what crappy you got, really. Is it like an ups, upscale version of Hoarders? Uh, yes and no, because the purpose is slightly different. She so this is more about feng shui than highlighting how yeah, awful so people she, can be? Yeah, she even organises a very different <laughs> way right. that I do. So with her, 
Oh, wait, uh, there are competing strategies out there. Mm. Oh, my goodness. With the way uh, when you're done, I'll tell you my strategy. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. She organises. Net drag. <laughs> I call it the spare room. Oh, no. No one lives in that room, you it see. It makes me feel sick. All of my things live in that room. <laughs> it makes me feel so uncomfortable knowing you have a junk room. No, no, it's not um, a junk room. It's a clothing room. Okay, great. This is a bed full of clothes. Great. So what she does is she walks into the house and she greets the house and she asks the house if it is okay that oh she can no. come into the space. I know. And do I do, do not that? do that. Okay. <laughs> can, um, should I do that? So, Good evening, house. It is I, Sebastian. I mean, I do go. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> what? A good movie, yeah. <laughs> I talk to my room, but that's purely to get it to turn on lights on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell me the weather. Um, but she, she'll she go through the things and the way she looks at it is, does the item spark joy for you? Okay. So do you still feel happy and excited by the item? I do not. I go, is this a piece of crap? Do you use it? Do you wear it? I see. So you're much more direct. Very direct. <laughs> um, but what she does have that I'm taking on board and thoroughly enjoying in my nerdy little world of tidying up is the way she folds her shirts. Yes. Yes. So a T-shirt. Imagine, cast your mind, audience, to this very boring subject of T-shirts. Oh, no. On the contrary. You're thrilled. It's fascinating. Yes. I've never been more ready to talk about T-shirts. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I think you found your audience. I think I have. So you fold in one side, fold the arm back. Fold so the t-shirt's in, been folded almost in half? You're or? folding one half of the t-shirt to the middle yep. and folding the arm back. Okay. You're folding the other half of the t-shirt, guess where? Into the same place. To the middle. Yeah. You're folding the arm back. You then take that and fold it into a third of the t-shirt and the bottom fold it up to the third of the t-shirt, then fold in half. What you get? A small, tiny little rectangle that stands up on its own. What can you do with that rectangle? Okay, is it about butts? Because I don't want to know. You can store it, which your butt does. <laughs> yep. That's where I get my shirts from. Set <laughs> butt. They smell pretty funky, but they. they're freshly pressed. <laughs> you then can stand all your T-shirts in your drawer so you can see exactly what freaking T-shirts you've got now, in your drawer. That's very interesting. So mm. we've, we've got some furniture coming in, um, I think, in a couple of uh, mid-February, mm. and we've got like the, the bed frame has storage built into the base of it. Oh, I have it. It's the most erotic thing ever. Yeah. So because it's limited, I think it's there's one big the, the whole the whole foot of the bed comes out as one giant drawer, but there's one on either side. So I get my one and my wife gets her one. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm interested because there's only one drawer. How many shirts I can put into that thing? So this is kind of interesting. For me. You wait till I come over, go through that spare room, find out what <laughs> shirts you don't need, and then store them so perfectly. Oh, I, every, every time we move, I have like a day where we go through everything we own and throw away half of it. And this shirt that you're wearing today made it in? This shirt I got about six months ago. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, a, it's an incredible Hulk shirt. And may I say it's a more than incredible Hulk shirt. What does it say? Uh, the Beast know. Within. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's very I think split. it's based off Brock Lesnar. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. But yeah, so great show. And I highly recommend watching it just to learn how to fold your shirts properly. <laughs> And pop them in your drawer because it's life-changing. See, I, I, I go a bit simpler. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> hold the shirt up on its side, mm-hmm. right? I grab it just the other side of the collar mm-hmm. and it's equivalent all the way down to, like, like if you draw an imaginary yeah. line all the way down to the bottom of the shirt, fold that over yeah. so you've got the arm sleeve yeah. hanging over basically the back of the collar, yeah. right? Fold that in half. Yes. Okay, and then fold the third over again mm-hmm. so that the collar and the buttons at the front 
are exposed in a nice sort mm, of flat nice square. square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simpler, and that is, you can't really stack it. That's but my the shirts, only difference. My, my shirts are really so large that you know the material is so. By the time it gets, you know, You're like to, this isn't condensed. Extent, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, so stay that's the very other thing that I was like, <laughs> good one, very small lady telling me to fold my shirt into yeah. a tiny yeah, rectangle. Yeah. That's never going to work. Unless my shirts are like three times ten yeah. <laughs> bigger than your shirt. I want you guys to know we don't. I don't edit on this show almost as a point of stubbornness, but I'm going to. Are you thinking about it? (laughs) I'm going to request um, that I get my hands on this episode beforehand, and I'm going to edit in some action music over you guys explaining how we how you fold fold your shirts because I want to like just not that it wasn't exciting, but I think I think it will play really nicely. You need to spice it up. I see. I think it'd be really fun. Don't look at me like that. I'm not even looking at you. Yeah, but I saw what you're doing. We could actually have some Instagram material. Oh my god. I, but we can post clothes and you'll go up crazy about it. We can have a shirt off, Andy. <laughs> you and I. Who folds shirt more efficiently and whose drawers look nicer? Ah. Oh, that's a, that's a double part of that one. My drawers are quite rubbish. My drawers are delightful. My drawers are in a factory somewhere and they will be there <laughs> in about a month and a half months. Yeah, I don't know who you purchased from, but that is some time-wasting purchasing. Yeah, it was because mm-hmm. it was over the Christmas period and it was, yeah. Okay. Silly Seb. Always yeah. buy off the shop floor. Silly Sam. Never order out of the catalog. Always head somewhere near his ass. I did, <laughs> I did go to the shop and buy it in person. It's just I didn't want the demo stock and they had a oh, I backlog. think this is too good for demo stock. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a mistake you made. No. Could've Fancy Seb. It could have been cheaper, but then all the common folk would have touched it. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want people touching your drawers, do you? No. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so do I, of course. Well, he bought a, he bought yeah, a big mattress. There's a lot of reasons for people not to touch my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but right. yes. Well, that is a, a wrap or a fold, whatever is the best pun. It's a neatly all. folded shirt and yeah. a drawer. Let's close that drawer. <laughs> Where can we find you? Everywhere. Great. Don't need to elaborate. No, I really don't. Um, find me. Oh, you can hit us up on our socials, you know, Facebook, just search Second Take Media Reviews. Uh, we have a website, secondtakepodcast.com, and can be reached by email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. If you're feeling fancy, you can also find us on Instagram at secondtakepodcast, or you can tweet us at secondtaketNC. Thank you for joining us again, Julie. Oh, you're so welcome. See you in the next one, I guess. I don't know. What we have Probably today. never. Yeah. That's a podcast. The song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.